Hey everyone, this is the I Hear Design podcast. For those of you who are new to I Hear Design, welcome. I hope you all are staying safe and staying sane wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, my name is Robert Yaminen and I'm the Chief Content Director for Interiors and Sources. And I'll be your host today uh, as we talk about a material that I thought I knew, uh, but as of recently, uh, I've been proven wrong. <laughs> and I'm talking about felt. And if you're like me, you may associate felt with, uh, you know, childhood arts and crafts projects or, you know, Sunday school felt storyboards, things of that nature. And, you know, as, as probably everybody knows in recent years, uh, this material has really kind of taken off uh, in the design of interiors for a number of reasons, which we'll get into later. Um, but what I was surprised to learn recently is that felt is considered one of the oldest fabrics on record. And the story of its origins is pretty legendary with uh, some of the accounts dating back to pre the prehistoric era, uh, others attribute it to biblical accounts or traveling monks. Um, and there's even evidence of felt production uh, that was found in the ruins of Pompeii, which I thought was just really interesting. Um, if you haven't read our latest CEU uh, titled Felt, uh, a time-honored material and modern acoustic marvel, uh, if you haven't read that yet, I urge you to do so uh, after this podcast, of course, and get the whole story. And speaking of that CEU, our friends at CertainTeed who produced it are here with us today to talk more about this mythic material. So joining me today are Taylor Hemingway, product manager, and Steve Udolph, national sales manager at CertainTeed. Guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank yeah, you for thanks. having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, awesome. Well, you know, honestly, I really was blown away after reading your CEU, and I can't say that about many CEUs that I've read or have even written my, myself. Uh, who knew that felt had such a storied history, you know? Yes, exactly. There's, there's a lot of history to it um, and a lot of capabilities that it has that a lot of people didn't, didn't realize. Yeah. Well, it really is such a cool material. And um, the answer to my who knew question is obviously uh, you guys, which is why you're here today. So let's talk about some felt. Um, as I mentioned, kind of in the intro, uh, in the introduction there, you know, it seems that in recent years, there's been like a kind of a revival of felt and interiors. So, uh, you know, what is it about this material that seems to be so appealing to people? Well, I think felt, one of the things that's um, so neat about felt is it's, um, it, it's rich history in the design world. And really it starts in um, home de uh, decor, which is really, I would say, furniture and in fashion. Mm -hmm. um, and in, in, the, in fact, most of the felt suppliers in our industry started in the furniture business. So it was a natural segue for them into the interior building material business and to be able to supply us with really neat, sophisticated designs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was going to ask, you know, like what some of the drivers are behind its surge in popularity. I mean, is it is it mostly a textural thing or acoustic or both? I would say it's it's definitely both. Um, the inherent properties of the product, um, being warm, absorbing sound, um, the feeling of it. It's just a very sophisticated material, um, and there's just so many opportunities and applications that it can be really successful in. Um, just like I said, the inherent properties, it adds a sense of like warmth to the space, calmness, welcoming. Um, and as Steve mentioned, it can be used throughout the space in furniture, but also now, you know, on the walls and on the ceilings. So there's a lot of opportunity for it. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And obviously the acoustic properties are really important. Uh, that was a really uh, hot topic in design um, even prior to the pandemic. And it's going to be again, once people are, you know, back into the office, so, you know, whenever that is, but um, so I want to talk a little bit more about that as far as the acoustic uh, properties. So what makes felt such a, a popular choice for addressing acoustics? Like how does it help improve, uh, improve them? Well, soft materials, of course, will absorb sound. And, and what it really will do is it, it takes the echo out of the space. It, it, it reduces the energy of the sound in the space, which, uh, in, you know, hereby will reduce that echo. What's so neat and unique about felt is the absorption curve. Most, most building materials absorb very, very well in the low end of the spectrum, the bass type voices, the, the bass type sounds, and the absorption tends to trail off as the sound pitch gets higher, the frequency gets higher. With felt, the acoustical curve is the complete opposite. You get very, uh, you don't get as good of sound absorption in the low end of the spectrum, but in the high end, the screaming, the high pitch noises, um, your, your instruments and things like that, it tends to absorb very, very well. So it's got its own unique place in the industry because the absorption of sound is a little different and unique specifically to the material. Right, right. Um, is there like a particular NRC rating or a range for felt or does it really depend on how the thickness of, of let's say a panel or something like that? Well, that's okay. So um, it, it'll, it depends on the configuration. It might can, um, depend on um, the actual um, thickness of the material. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would say anything from a seven, a 0.7 NRC yeah. Um, up is what you can expect with felt. Right. Which is really good uh, on the NRC yeah. rating for, for addressing acoustics. I know. Yeah. Um, so can you guys talk a little bit about it, the, the construction of felt and the manufacturing? Uh, like, like what is it made of? Uh, is it sustainable? Like, like what's the story on the materiality of it? Yeah. So there's a lot of different, there's different types of felt and there's kind of one central process, I would say. So the material itself um, is different than most textiles that are woven um, because the process to create it is it's a combination of heat, um, moisture, pressure, which creates more of a matted material versus like what other textiles are made of, which is more of a woven. Mm -hmm. um, so different process. They've kind of really streamlined it and me mechanized the manufacturing of it, um, which is nice. And then as far as the different types of felt, you can get natural wool felt, um, which is made just entirely from re real wool, um, which is just pressed. You can get different thicknesses, um, typically sold by the yard. And it's in most cases, a lot more expensive. Um, there's blended wool. So that's combining that real wool with other materials. Um, and then there's eco-friendly felt, which um, is really taken off and exploded in popularity in the building industry because of you know, the need and the desire for some sustainable materials. Mm -hmm. um, so that eco-friendly felt is typically made from either like a polyester, rayon, bamboo fibers. Um, I would say most commonly polyester. Um, so yeah, those are the, those are the main, I guess, types of fab of felt that you're seeing today. Right. Right. Okay. 
Um, what about the applications? Like, are like what types of of applications are you seeing felt being used for these days? Like, is there anything kind of unique or innovative uh, on those along those lines? Yeah, I mean, so from an application standpoint, um, the main the main applications we're seeing are um, felt panels on ceilings and walls. Same thing. Same with linears. Um, straight baffles. We, um, we see a lot of straight baffle applications and then, um, and then open cell type baffle applications. And those, um, they, they can be in a, a variety of different spaces. Uh, right now, one that we're finding that's very, very popular are sports applications like locker rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's been a very big market. We see it a lot in commercial spaces in offices. I think, um, that's where we really see felt because felt so trendy that, that's a lot of these, um, high end companies, specifically dot-com companies really like that type of material in their spaces. Um, also education, of course, because, um, it is an abuse resistant type of, product. And so it goes and a good noise absorber. So it goes very well in educational spaces. Right, right. Yeah, it sounds like an extremely uh, versatile type of material that can pretty much go anywhere uh, that you can think of. Basically, that's correct. Yeah. That's anywhere except outside, I would definitely not put it exterior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so are there what types of products are you guys developing right now with felt like as far as certain team goes? Um, is there anything on new or, or that you guys just launched or are about to launch? Yeah, so I would say at this point we have we have a nice portfolio of of felt options and a lot of different types of products. So one of them being um, rectangular panels, um, also large format panels. So um, products that can just install in a standard suspension system. Um, you know, easy access, lightweight, like all the benefits of you know a standard. Uh, ceiling panel, um, but with that felt uh, on the surface. So giving that warm look. Um, we also have some linear systems. So again, having a, more of a, like a standard carrier system with panels that clip in. We have different, you know, different color options and different carrier spacings. So when we, you know, talk about the acoustics, um, different carrier spacings, you can add different materials. So um, another benefit. And then we've also created some baffles and what we call open cell. Um, so these are, can be large spanning, some different configurations and some different shapes. Um, and again, incorporating different colorways, because I think this material um, is a very soft and unique material, but when you are able to um, include and incorporate different bright colors, uh, you have a lot more opportunity to have it stand out and, um, you know, just go well with your space. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, before the podcast, uh, Taylor, you and I were talking about how right now with the pandemic, there's another spike of cases and, you know, uh, businesses are starting to close again. Uh, So obviously health and well-being are at the forefront of everyone's minds right now. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, you know, what the relationship between felt and uh, human health is like, can it be effectively cleaned uh, or disinfected? Um, well, you know, the nice thing about felt is, first of all, most of the time these are in the ceiling and don't come in contact with, um, with people. Right. That being said, um, you know, soft materials, they are inherently, 
not, they're not easy to clean. You can't disinfect them as well as certainly you can a hard surface. They can be vacuumed. Um, but most of the time they don't come in contact with you. So, um, so it, it never really becomes a major issue. I do agree that I, that, you know, soft surfaces at the human level, I'm, I'm sure we're all going to take another really hard look at that as we design moving into the future. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the ceiling, I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of major issues. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's, that's a good point. It feels like there's been a misconception about whether, you know, soft surface materials like felt or other fabrics or even carpet can be properly sanitized, you know, but I think you're right where the application is makes a big difference. And then, you know, I, I actually also heard that, you know, with, in some instances, like with carpet, it can trap some of those droplets. So it, in a way it could prevent the spread, you know, until it can be cleaned mm. effectively. So, um, but, you know, I think the fear was at least in my mind early on, it sounded like, you know, all we were going to see in the future of interiors was just hard surfaces everywhere, you know, but obviously, yeah. you know, as you mentioned, um, a lot of stuff is, is outside of human contact and, and, and they can be cleaned uh, a lot of times effectively. So, so it's good, good to know, good information. Uh, anyway, well, this has been a great conversation. Um, thank you again for being here, Taylor and Steven. We really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thank you very much for having us. We appreciate it as well. Yeah, we really appreciate your time and your interest in this. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Well, for our listeners out there, if you want to learn more about CertainTeed's products, head on over to CertainTeed.com. And I highly recommend uh, you check out their latest CEU on our website at interiorsandsources.com when you get a chance. And that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And as always, be well, everyone. 